watching all day. They've been doing with this. Wait. Whoa. Did you get that, Dave? Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Nothing like an S-bomb to start a live spot. All right. You go to idealgolfer.com. Well, we just learned a new word in the English language, and I can't think of it being any more apropos than describing avid golfer, because that's what it kind of feels like. There's theftery when you're buying a round of golf on Ideal Golfer, because it's always 50% off. Yeah, I mean, you can go get a passbook, and it's 40 rounds of golf. Um, are we? Ideal. Ideal? You're rolling. You're ending on a high. I thought I just... you said avid golfer. I'm sorry. All right, so Ideal Golfer, we had a great deal up this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's already sold out. If yep. you wanted to get it right now, you're out of luck. You have to wait for the next one. And 99 bucks, you could go and play that, eating your heart alive, and or eating your, eating until you... You're rolling. <laughs> just sitting back and enjoying the ride. After he just... <laughs> just All right, go up. to IdealGolfer.com. Pay for Craig's speech lessons. <laughs> All right, MyAvidGolfer.com. What? Uh, dump that. Well, you got to... Remember you were talking about the e-brake? What? You kind of caught me awesome. in a... I did caught this... nothing. I told you we were going to have a live spot here. <laughs> and take it away. You're on a roll. My avid golfer Uh Is he a no-brainer Hall of Famer? Absolutely not. And neither is Davis Love. All due respect, so is, is it Lanny Watkins... Colin Montgomery, um, you need to have multiple majors. That's the precipice that everybody precipice. Reach. Yeah, it's, go with me, bud. Precipice. That's the. There's highlight. no way that's a word. Well, how much money you got in your pocket? Precipice. How much money you got in your pocket? Every time you do this, you demean your Georgia education, if you want to call it that. <laughs> KT. That's definitely a word. <laughs> really? Precipice? Yeah. Sounds like a... Jeff Miller? Precipice is a word, correct? Yeah, okay. We'll talk to your boss. Sounds like a long amphibian. Okay. All right. All right. So... Spell it. Is <laughs> <laughs> I bad, Dad? I don't know. What'd you do? Well, my son's 21st birthday... Mm-hmm. As he was studying yeah. at midnight mm -hmm. when it, he turned 21, mm -hmm. a slightly inebriated dad called his son. Say that word again. Which one? Inebriated. Why? Because you kind of said, what did he say, Dave? Inebriated. He didn't say inebriated for sure. No, he <laughs> sure didn't. <laughs> I think that's what the point. So who's drunk now? So you were hammered or what? <laughs> Get out of here. We'll uh, get the tee box to you shortly. I had them while the Open was playing. They were there for a bit? They were in my ear that whole time until like that last thing played. So, Uh-oh. Uh, let me uh, see what I can find Should here. Should I start singing? 
Actually, don't ask me to do that. That would be really bad. We got Eric Clapton going here for a moment. I'm but fine with Eric Clapton. Yeah, we got like 40 more seconds of him, so hopefully we'll see what this can do. Okay. <sighs> you do anything interesting last night? Not really. I mean, uh, in the spirit of ad-libbing, <laughs> um, uh, what did I even do last night? I don't remember. I kind of had to think about that, too. Yeah. I worked at another job until 9 p.m., so I did nothing, essentially. Uh, that's boring. That's yeah, right. very boring. Um, let's see. I didn't golf. That's for sure. That's true. Yeah, I worked way too late. Yeah. I worked. I, well, it gets too dark now. It does. Okay. Oh, look at that. I'm oh. getting a phone call. Uh-oh. Okay. I guess I should keep talking here. Yeah, see what okay. you can uh, do here. Let me answer this. All right. Well, while you're uh, trying to do that, um, I will uh, try and kill for time as we uh, continue to track down uh, what happened to our T-Box signal as we're working to get a hold of them here. Um, Army-Navy is later today as uh, it looks like College Game Day already has that rolling. It's a 2 p.m. start, I believe. And indeed it is, as uh, we continue to try and track down uh, what happened to the T-Box. They uh, lost power. Oh, boy. That's so, not good. Yeah, right? Fun start for Goodness us. Goodness gracious. Yeah, well, happy happy Saturday. Uh, yes, and happy Saturday. welcome to the ticket. And it's not, yeah, not even a fun <laughs> rivalry week, too. It's Army-Navy. They got Army-Navy today. Good, yeah. That's some history. Yeah, about fun football, at least. Yeah, I would love to go to that. Hey, look at that. We have them. Let's oh. bring them in. T-Box, do no, I have no, you? No, no, no. Let's listen to the Jay and Zach show. No, no. <laughs> I good. would rather not do that. Please, yes. I was please not ready for that this Saturday Take it off morning. our hands. Well. All right. I need a drink. Yeah, we do. Me that too. Was, <laughs> Megan, hook me up. Right during the open, we lost power. I was like, but, I did uh, not hear you guys in the last... Uh, little segment i had with craig i was like oh lord it's happening again. that's okay we're we're all good all right Sweet. let's reconnoiter it reconnoiter? is 806 on sports radio 1310 96.7 the ticket you got the t-box rick and craig craig has sacrificed his uh his human comfort because our power went out and craig who's right next to the heater out here texas rangers out in the tent area for our avid golfer annual sale graciously gave up his comfort for us to be on the air. That's a big deal for Craig. Craig doesn't like being cold. Flipping burr. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Burr. Struggling. I still don't know how you lived in Baltimore all those years. I don't get no. it. No. You grew up in cold weather. That's why I moved here. Well, they do have winters here, you know. Yeah, it sucks. And you, that's why you have heaters. All right, so we're bearing the lead. We are out here. Place is already hopping. This is a Texas Rangers golf course right on Brown Trail, 801 Brown Trail. The new Texas Rangers. And we're in an outside tent where we have our Avid Golfer Passbook. We have, uh, what else do we have? We have Range Finders. Well, here's the thing. You buy the Passbook here. Yeah. And you get around the golf at Texas Rangers Golf Club. So on the weekends, it's 120 bucks here. Yep. Yeah. During the week, it's 89 Okay. And they don't discount. Right. They don't need to. And so you buy a passbook here. You get around you get the opportunity to buy around the golf at Texas Rangers for fifty bucks. That's a sweet Whoa. deal. So that's paying for the passbook by itself. Yes, it is. Then you get the golf balls. Then you get their glove. You get all the other golf and you know frolicky. 
frot, frot. What? What the hell? That just <laughs> and you want a Bloody Mary. <laughs> you might be the only person in the world that thinks clear when you're hammered. Can't wait. Uh, I don't know if you sure what I was trying to say I there. don't know either. <laughs> but Jay's already got that written down. He already got a checklist, a timestamp on that. Oh, crap. Anyway, yes. So we'll be out here till uh, 10 o'clock then. Country the way, Force will be out here till noon. By the way, Eli yesterday, there was a killer sighting. Killer here. Oh, he loves coming out here and buying this stuff. Yesterday, mm-hmm. there was a Samuel Hale sighting. Hmm. Interesting. So, but he wasn't here. He's not here now. I didn't recognize him because he has no hair. Well, he has hair, but he doesn't have the hair. Like he doesn't look like Greg Allman anymore. What did he? Last week. Huh? huh? What? Sam Hale. Just a drop. Oh. oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so. This is our best start ever for a show. And by the way, you are right. He sounds just like Justin Montemayor. Of course he does. Yeah. Every time I hear him, I said, you That's know what? I, I, I couldn't tell him apart. Yeah. That's why Zach Rabb is a little different. He's got a different voice. That's right. Back at the station, we have Jay King. who That was a great open. I heard most of it. And, uh. Zach Babb doing tickers twice an hour. Kern out here engineering. Good morning to you. Struggling. Ah, you're fine. You can't what do anything fault? about power. Bitch. You can't. You don't have, like, an input, do you, that you can plug your something into you? It's not your fault. Should. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to get my heater back on, though. I'd Fight through, buddy. I don't know if they're rushing for that. Fight through it. You want a hug? You want You want to wrap, wrap yourself around one of uh, Snooty Pig's burritos. They're warm. They're out here. Yes, they are. Snooty Pig, the greatness of Brandon Bunn. Brought uh, sausage burritos, egg and bacon burritos, a bunch of muffins, orange juice. He brought an orchard of orange juice. An orchard? I like that. Didn't he? Look how much orange juice we have. There's no way. There's no way that we go through that much orange juice. Somebody will. You know, Wilt Chamberlain used to drink two gallons of orange juice after every game. Well, he could be, he could be here for about two weeks and not run out. No, he can't. He's, well, he's yeah, done. But I'm saying hypothetically. Snooty Pig, Grapevine, Highland Village, and Argyle. Love going to that place for breakfast. Hey, can we thank Taverna Rosa for Please yesterday, do. too? Because yeah. uh, they, had, they had just nonstop pizzas. Nonstop. Yes. You, you, uh, there was no way we are going to run out of pizzas yesterday either. Good. They have Plano South Lake locations, also Heritage Pizza, uh, Union Bear, Cadillac Pizza Pub, and The Yard. So, we, big thanks to those guys for feeding our faces. And uh, let's get this thing started because what I thought was going to be a very humdrum, boring President's Cup. Still is. It's got a little intrigue to it. We'll talk about that next from Texas Rangers Golf Club. 818 on the ticket. Good morning. Welcome to the Tee Box. Rick and Craig out at Texas Rangers Golf Club today in the big uh, big tent. We have a big tent sale. So if I wasn't at a tent, I made sure you would be able to find me with what I wore. Green? Just neon green. Well, that ain't neon. No? No, neon is what uh, Kern is wearing. Okay. I'm bright. You're right. I figured if I stood outside... You could find. Oh, the heat just came on. Ha ha ha! I like it. Got my Bloody Mary. Got Focus. The heat. Focus. What? We're having fun, though, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I'm going to predict this. I'm going to predict that you're going to be much more lucid during this first hour with a Bloody Mary in you. I'm happy. You my... I'm happy. Hey, this is brought to you by uh, Club Corp and their one membership. You go join a Club Corp course and. Uh, with, their, with a membership, and you can play any of the other courses. 
for a discounted round and you get half off food. It's it's a sweet deal. Hey, so check it out. Clubcorp.com. I played Las Plains Country Club last week. Uh-huh. All I'll say is, wow. Did you have to walk it? I did. Um, it's cart path only until mm. the spring. but Looks good, huh? Yes. Nice. Well, yes, it does. So it's worth the wait. Yes, it was. All right. I'm ready. All right. A lot of stuff to get to today. We have the Avid Golfer Passbook, and if you buy that, you also get, well, you not only get a dozen golf balls, you get a, so a guy came, comes into the office yesterday, <clears throat> and uh, give him his, his uh, passbook and his glove, and he, go, he goes, uh, so what size glove do I need, or what size gloves do you have? I said, it's one size fits all. He goes, no way. I said, yeah. I said, I told him, I'm a golf glove snob, and I love them. And he goes, okay, well, will you, I'll bet it doesn't fit. He wasn't OJ, because it fit. <laughs> because it fit. He goes, whoa, this thing really does work. I said, yeah, they're, they're awesome. So anyway, get that, and uh, if you get a passbook today, you also get a heavily discounted round of Texas Rangers, which is, oh, it's so good. And they're getting that clubhouse ready pretty quick, too. So thanks to Greg Durante and everybody here, this is Phil, home, this home of a corn ferry event next year this is home to you that's how good this This is how shameless you are this is home to you i am not shameless i like this golf course i play it (laughs) what golf course do you like you always said you liked grapevine yeah but i spread it around we need to play a lot of golf courses in our our days to review i'm able i'm come on now have a have a sip of uh i'm way more obsessive compulsive than you so if i like something i do it until i wear myself out of it no matter what it is. Hmm. My mother used to tell me I would wear myself out on one cereal until I got tired of it. Then I'd go to the next cereal. Interesting. Yeah. So right. I'm going to wear this place out until I get tired of it, which it may be never. Or it might be they get tired of you. That, there's I'm probably a better chance <laughs> that happens before I get tired of it. That's you. what I'm But everybody, everybody, if you let me say this. If you decide to come out here between 8 and 2 hmm. and um, come look around... When you walk in, when you drive in, you see the driving range, and you mm-hmm. see how green the golf course is because oh, yeah, they've they overseeded. Yeah, they did. You'll go, wow, this wasn't, this isn't Chester Ditto, is it? It's like not even a sniff of it. Just on the same property. That's all it is. By the way, I'm a big fan. I know the overseeding gets a little funny when it transitions in the in the spring and everything. I love This is why I like desert golf because you have sand and waste areas, and then you have this bright green fairway, tee boxes, greens. I like this. It's a better target. I think. I, no complaints. In fact, if they did that, you would need less bunkers because everybody uses bunkers as a framer. Sight, yeah, framers, sight lines. And, and the, the one thing that every, always happens, designers love bunkers. Golf courses, after about five years of maintaining them, when they redo the course or whatever, they take about, out about a half of them. Yeah. It's very, very funny. So John Culligan was out here yesterday. Yep. Designed this place. And, uh, and I think, so anytime you do a golf course. Yep. There's always a tweak that needs to be done. Sure. So in this golf course, there are two tweaks I think you need. Okay. I don't know how well you know the course, but on number... <laughs> Obviously not as well as you. Yes, I go know ahead. Well. Number 12, mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you hit it on the right side of the fairway, yep. it's going to kick into the woods. So don't hit it to the right side. Well, it's, but I think in, in for <clears throat> especially when the corn fairies here, uh-huh. they may say you need to build that up a little bit. Or these guys are so good it won't matter. And number 13. Number 13 has a par 5 just like Trinity Forest mm-hmm. has where you got that blind second shot. Yeah. But if you miss the green mm-hmm. or if you hit the green hard, yep. it bounces into the crap. Okay. And, and I said, you know, you probably. So that's local knowledge. 
you probably need to tweak those two holes. And John looked at me and said, no. So what's wrong with 12? I said, you can't hit on the right side of the fairway. I said, they're good enough. They won't hit on the right side of the fairway. That's what I just said. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. How about for the all the rest of us? How about just how about adjust your game to the course? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good golf course. Uh-huh. I mean, a, those are the only two things you can find. Keep backstepping. That's, you're doing good. No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. And I said, you know, 13, just put a bunker behind the green. He goes, why? Just don't hit it there. I'll tell you what. When you design your first golf course, you can talk. I think designing a golf course is one of the craziest, toughest things in the world to do. How about a good one? Design a good golf course. Because what these guys see, when they saw Ditto beforehand and what they saw when they plowed everything down, I don't know how they had envisioned it. I don't know. But um, but some holes should be a little quirky. Yeah. You should know that. And and as many times you played this place, you should know it. Don't hit it to the right side on 12. And better be careful going for it in two on the par five. Simple. Okay. We're playing here next week. <laughs> We're playing here next week. I mean, lock, lock it down. We're playing here next week. I don't remember there being any problems on okay. this course. Okay. We're All playing right. next week. All right. And what? And so if I hit it to the right and I hit, I'm it, not I hit saying, the woods? I'm it, not saying anything to you. I'm just going to say it's a bad shot. I'm just going to say we stand on on 12, on the tee on 12, and I say, okay, hit away. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say a word. Okay. Hit away. All right. And I, don't, I don't remember there being any good really so messes out I'm going to bet you $100 a hole in the back nine. $100 a hole. Until 13. All right. After 13. Okay. All right, I'll take my $200. Hey, we also have a Salinger's Power Golf out here, and they have all closeouts on their items. Uh, half off St- Scotty Cameron putters. Hey, so guess what they did? Mm. So we, um, so they did a big trade-in with a bunch of country clubs in town. Okay. So you come in and and you needed a trade-in for new clubs, and they took, you know, they bought, looked at the blue book, and yeah, they've got stuff over there that if you are looking for it, you can find it. If you want a thirteen wood. You can find it. A 13 wood. Well, we got a buddy who has an 11 wood, and he may even want to go to the next level. 11 wood? Yep. If you, if you want a... Isn't that a, a lob wedge? If you want a tailor-made with a bubble shaft, you can find it. Really? may not find a grip for it, you can find it. Yeah, it's easy to put on a new grip. Anyway, there's people here. So there's... And cool. I think almost everything on that, on that table over there is 15 bucks. Nice. Some guy came in and said, I heard there's a, <laughs> you have out. a zebra putter over there. The guy's like, I need a zebra putter. Okay. Found it. All right. Well, so. Christmas comes early. Hanukkah comes early. Festivus comes early. In this world, when you're a golfer, you usually get the lamest golf get, gifts ever from your family. Now, they mean well. They but all they suck. But don't, they don't deliver well. Yeah. And it's usually some kind of thing you put on your desk. Uh, I don't know. Just It's best to always give gift certificates if you can. So, But when you come out here, you can get the passbook because that one size fits all, even the glove. <laughs> and uh, you get two dozen golf balls, and you get two dozen we'll, golf balls, and we'll be here till two. You and I will both be here, so yes, we will. After, at ten o'clock, Country Force will be here, and you and I may just have our own show on the side. Mm. You want to come ask us about yeah, it? Maybe, yeah. Why not? Hey, when you come out of here, see the lovely Laura, the lovely Ann. They'll take good care of you. The lovely Justin, he might take care of you as well. And Eli's rummaging around here somewhere. Can't believe he hasn't hit a burrito yet. Eli is the king of. <laughs> Eli is the king of wearing shorts and a ski cap. It's a good look. I like it. It's a good look. Yeah, he's playing this afternoon. With the pom-pom on the top of it. I like it. I like it. All right, 827 on the ticket. Let's get into this President's Cup because, again, I didn't think it was going to mean a hill of beans. I have, like, 1% interest in the President's Cup. 
Got a little more interested the past couple days. We'll talk about that next as we broadcast from Texas Rangers Golf Club in Arlington. Hey, the greatness of classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway, and the Tollway brings you this segment. I've been reviewing the M850i, their brand-new flagship. Okay, that... I almost didn't bring it back. I was about to say, that is an impressive vehicle. Wow. You brought that one. That was different. I haven't seen you... I haven't seen you test drive something that was that impressive. Yet. Wow. In a while, at least. In a while, yeah. That was... It's really something. So check that out at Classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway, and the Tollway. We're getting to the President's Cup here, but at 850, the Patrick Reed imbroglio just gets better and better. I'm not sure you can blame him solely if the Americans lose this. He sure didn't help the situation. No, I... Could you have could you have pulled him off the team after what happened? Could you have got somebody there that quickly? I guess you could have. I guess I I don't know. I, I wonder how much talk there was. Let's talk about that at 850 because he's definitely a flying the ointment out there in, in Australia. But uh, he didn't stop playing him. That's for sure. Boy, that's what. There's a couple of things I don't quite understand. So the Americans are losing ten to eight. It could have easily been losing 9-1 to one at one point. Yeah. And they rallied. And I'll say one thing. I wish they would have a major at Royal Melbourne. That's a good-looking golf mm-hmm. course. And that's a course where it's kind of like Augusta. If you don't hit it in about a 5-foot square on a green, your ball's rolling anywhere. What major could you have there? Put a U.S. Open there. What the heck? Funny. They're our, they're our friends. You could put a, uh, what could you put there? Could you put a PGA there? No, it's, well, maybe. Make a, make a fifth major. I liked it. It's, you know, they say it's right up there with Pine Valley as the number one golf course in the world. So that says a lot. That's pretty good stuff. And guys were hacking it all over the place. I mean, they were, they were playing ping pong over the greens, and, and it was great for a match play format because there was a lot of strategy going on. Yep. And when, when teams are up like like five up and they wound up tying, like uh, Justin Thomas and right. and Ricky Fowler did yesterday, they were five up through 11, and they wound up tying. They cratered. Oops. But uh, but it's 10-8. They'll play uh, today, this morning, about 9 o'clock. The first group will be teeing off in the final in the singles. It'll be Abraham Answer, who's may- maybe the rookie of the year. For sure. He's awesome. He hasn't lost yet. Rookie of the year for the President's Cup. He's been on tour for two years. Yeah, but he's he's money. And he's a gonna... graduate of the Texas Junior Golf Tour. Yeah, he is. Just FYI. Yeah, and about a few years ago, he was playing with, like, uh, Odessa. He was yep. playing Odessa Junior College. So it shows you. You never know. Get lighting in a bottle. And he's going to go up against Tiger Woods. Tiger didn't play yesterday. A big head scratcher from everybody. You know, I'm, I'm not surprised he didn't play both rounds or both matches but i am surprised he didn't play at least one of them that's what i was thinking yeah play the afternoon because he takes forever to get ready he's old he's an old 44 and it takes him and they were teeing off like at seven o'clock in the morning yesterday and he would have needed way more time but i'm thinking he's he's got vice captains they got a lineup and go to it he's he was the best he's the best player in their team he hasn't lost yet well him or justin yeah so why wouldn't you do that? I don't get that. That's That, to me, was a big head-scratcher. Although, in the morning rounds, I was watching him. He wasn't walking 
real confidently. He was watching kind of gingerly. Was he? Yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought he was kind of be careful, and he looked a little stiff. And So maybe he just didn't feel right. I don't know. But uh, I, I'm with you. I thought he would have played at least one because uh, there's very few players on the American team that even have a winning record. And, in fact, it's just Justin. He's undefeated. He's 3-0-1. Uh, Tigers 2-0. and And Ricky Fowler's 1-0-1. And, and everybody else is either 2-2 two and two or they got losing records. Yeah. Any hot bitches? That, no. Well, I don't know. I didn't see much of the gallery. And we'll get into that more at 8.50, how the gallery played into this a little bit. The gallery was pretty cool because uh, Adam Scott, who, who has the record for the most President's Cup losses, funny, said, please, guys, you know, don't be disrespectful, but whenever the Americans make a good shot, don't say anything. Just total silence. And when we do something well, make a big deal about it. And they tried to do that. And it was kind of funny. Was it? Yeah, because it was just crickets. Yeah. And, you know, Tigers kind of bitching after the round yesterday because of this whole Patrick Reed thing that, you know, I wish everybody would just be have a little more consideration, a little more class. And Ernie goes, hey, wait a minute. We played a Brookline last two years ago. Whenever New York was just as bad as yeah. anybody else. So, you know, it is what it is. That's what home field advantage is. Correct. And you know what? It's, it's the only time really outside of the Zurich that you really have a team format on uh, uh, Outside of the Ryder Cup, right? So, it's a different game. Well, they got something else this week that somebody shot yeah, the 55 QBE. on. Yeah, we'll talk about that. The QBE shootout where they played scramble yesterday, a two-man scramble. But it's a team format, and I think the fans should be a little more partisan. Really root for your home team. You don't have to be disrespectful to the other team, right. but you know what? Just kind of sit on your hands during all that. Yeah. So... Again, I, I, I was watching some of it. It was tough staying up really late last night. I figured I'd just get up in the morning and tape it and, you know, and and uh, uh, watch the highlights and read about it. But, yeah, there's some guys that cratered yesterday, and it was it was scary. I mean, it was like you give up a five-up lead over a final eight holes. And, and, and Justin Thomas was in that group. Yep. So, now you, you don't seem too into this. Nope. Nope. Okay. This is just, called radio. You have to kind of act I, every I once just, in a while. You know, I I don't know. It's it's. Well, here's the thing, and I guess the intrigue is it's close, and we're lo- the U.S. is losing. But it's since I've been engaged in the golf business, which I started right after the the U.S. lost their only Key Presidents Island. Cup. Oh, no, that one, yeah. In fact, it was at Royal Melbourne. Since then, you know, the President's Cup hasn't even been competitive. Yeah, they need another America's Cup big upset to start a little. And you know what? To be fair, the Ryder Cup was the same way. Until they opened it up to not just England, but but all of Europe. Yep. And they won a Kiwa Island, and there were some bad words said, and all of a sudden it started getting competitive. So, yeah, the President's Cup, they start winning a couple – Two or three in a row, the internationals. Yep. I think the problem is, I think the U.S. just gets burned out. I mean, the internationals and the and the Ryder Cup play every what, four years. Let me ask you this: I'm going to peel back the curtain and I feel like something. Anyway, do you do you just like watching golf? If the Golf Channel's got something on, got the no Amarillo Open on, no. 
So you have to watch either Greatness, which is the PGA Tour. I want to watch what I – okay, without pulling back the curtain too much. To me, I try to watch what's relevant for the magazine and for our show. Um, it's no disrespect to the LPGA, but we don't talk about it much. They, they're just kind of off my radar. Mm-hmm. I never talk about the Champions Tour. They're not playing for anything. They're playing to line their pockets. If they win a major on the on the, on the Champions Tour, eh, would they give that up to get a major on the PGA Tour? Damn right they would. So it's it's an annuity. It's kind of like a, a celebrity tour where you get to see old guys play really good golf. All right. So if if um, if but if the Walker Bert, Cup is on, if the Walker Cup is on, I ain't watching it. Okay. It just so you're, so you're not a you're not a golf savant where you're just gonna like I will watch any lacrosse. I'll watch any basketball. But mm-hmm. so it again, it matter. has to be relevant. If but, I don't, if we're not going to talk about it, then you're out. Then I'm out. And so, if something happens during it, I'll go find highlights or whatever. So if we were twelve and one right now, or eleven and one right now, uh-huh. going into the single matches tonight, yep, you watch it. I'll give it a look just to see if anything crazy happens. But if it goes to form, I mean. Let's put it this way. I don't care what sport it is. I don't even care if my team, the Dodgers, the Lakers, Rams, Mavericks. Um, I'm gonna make you a Maverick fan. Even if, even if they're in it or not in it, I want to see a close match. I don't want the Rams winning by fifty. I don't want the Lakers winning they by forty. They may Sunday. Yeah, I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just don't. I mean, I'm a big Stars fan, but when I go to a Stars game or watch it on TV, I want a one-goal game. I don't want routes. They're boring. So you give me some kind of drama in golf, I'm all in. But it depends what they're playing for, too. I mean, I might watch some of the Corn Ferry this weekend, uh, their Q school, because that matters. Yeah. I want to see guys that are right, right on the cusp of making it or not, and they're going to make it or not You know, the only shot. downside of that, I looked at the leaderboard. I've looked at it, but... The PGA, the, when it was a Q school for getting on tour. Yeah, the six-rounder. It was like the f- top 20 made the PGA tour, and then the next 40 made the mm-hmm. web.com, and then after that got conditional. Right. I have no idea. No, nobody does. It's really much. It's almost like you get to the final stage, you have a job, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not I, – I, I don't get what I'm watching. Here's what's funny about it. So this is what I did read about the Corn Ferry Qualifier. Used to be the Nationwide, used to be the web.com, used to be the Nike tour. Hogan. Hogan. If you win it, you get uh, unconditional status the entire year on the Corn Ferry. So you're like Tiger Woods of the Corn Ferry. Yeah. If you finish in the top ten, you get maybe ten slots guaranteed. But you're not getting all of them. It's really weird. It's very muddled. But, again, I always look at that one number. Muddled is a good word. When it was the Q school for the PGA Tour, I went right down to where the the last qualifier was and was he going to be able to hang on and there would literally be people the guys throwing up mm-hmm. on the last couple of holes because there was so much pressure because it, it makes it makes a world of difference back when um what was it uh jb holmes won it one year mm-hmm. and his agent said it was worth a half million dollars to him right just in endorsements being on the pga tour versus the but that's not tour. the case anymore probably not probably not but anyway yeah so i pick and choose but if it's relevant to the show and I find it inter- and I think it's going to be interesting to listeners or readers, yeah, I'll watch it. But, okay, fair enough. You know, there's a lot of other stuff going on. Need to watch. Uh, I need to binge watch stuff too. 
I need to catch up on all yeah, that. You do that a lot more than I do. Yeah. Anyway, 845 uh, on the ticket. T-Box out at the greatness of Texas Rangers today for our big avid golfer sale. Got the passbook for... What's the price on the passbook? Forty nine ninety five. Forty nine ninety five, and you also get a highly discounted round of Texas Rangers, which we highly recommend. By the way, we have golf shirts for fifteen bucks. Woo. Nice ones. I just don't want to pay inventory tax at the end of the year. Get there rid you go. of it. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Retail Rosen, when he wants to get rid of stuff, he we will. Have, we have pullovers for twenty bucks. Those are hundred dollar pullovers. For 20 bucks. And we have breakfast from the greatness of Snooty Pig. We have uh, breakfast burritos. We have muffins. We have OJ. You can get a Bloody Mary like Craig and I are drinking I right am. now. You know what? It's very, very funny. <clears throat> I know it's it's holiday time, right? Mm-hmm. And I love when somebody comes up to me saying, hey, so what do you drink? Because I know that that moment they want to buy me an, a, something as a right. holiday gift. For, and I don't drink. Right. I rarely drink. You will bl- throw down a Bloody Mary, though. One time a year. Is that blood? <laughs> right. Now. I'm a big fan of it. Big fan of the Bloody Mary. Which is why one drink really gets to me. Good. Because I rarely drink. You're cheap drunk. I like it. Ha, uh, that was brought to you bitch. by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. Up next, all right, it's Patrick Reed, all about Patrick Reed. Making too big a deal about it, or is it just kind of fun watching the mayhem start? We'll talk about that next. All right, 854 on the ticket. Good morning. Welcome to the tee box. You hear us every Saturday morning from 8 to 10 on the little ticket. Also, you can get on the uh, Sports Day app, which I highly recommend. Listen to it on your Thank phone. you, Megan. And Thank I would definitely you, tune Megan. in this next hour because Craig's about ready to oh, do no. He's already spilled his first. I'll take his olives. I like those. Thank you, Megan. Lovely Megan will make you a Bloody Mary out here. And Craig is going to be starting on his second. So, Jay, be and, ready. And I rarely You're writing drink. down a lot. I've said that already, haven't I? Yeah, you kind of have. Hey, you know what, Rick? You're getting more lucid, though. Am I? Yep. I have got a pen Have a backup paper. pen, too. You might run out of ink. And I have my hand over the drop button. Because you never know. No, you hey, don't. should we thank Greg Durante and yes. Bill? Yes. Bill, the staff... Is, me. I'm sorry. Are you in love with me or something? I, I always on. love you. In a non-sexual way, of course. Uh-huh. But we're, we're, Mark. Were we? <laughs> <laughs> we were going to thank Greg, Greg Durante. Yes, and Bill. Uh-huh. And Randy. Yep. And uh, Everybody out here at Texas Daniel. Rangers Golf Club. They've yep. got a little rock, rock star named Daniel that helped me out when my security guard came at night on Friday night or Thursday night, and Daniel hung with me. Mm-hmm. It's a good staff here. Yeah, it is good staff, as it should, because this is a top-flight golf course. If you haven't played it yet, you're crazy. You're yes. You're missing out. And if you buy an Avid Golfer Passbook, you can get it for, I don't know, up to $70 off. They don't discount out of here. They don't need to. So check that out. Um, we will be, uh, we'll have a little health talk at uh, 9.15. And at 9.30, the difference between auctioning off two different Rolexes. And I was surprised how low one went for. I wasn't. And... One of the PGA Tour players, well, he's actually a Corn Ferry Tour player, got caught with something or doing something that kind of made me giggle a little bit. Talk about that maybe during the mix with the uh, Country Force. Who are here? Who are here? Yes. I don't sir. know what Eli's going to do because he's actually working right now, helping mm-hmm. sell passbooks and range finders and all that stuff. Normally he's preparing. He's preparing in his head. Is I can he? see it. I can see it. Yep, it's all right there. Underneath the, the ski cap? Yep. All right, so Patrick Reed. So if you go way back, he was a captain's pick. He did not 
Did he win a match in the last Ryder Cup? I don't think he did. I think it was the first time he didn't play with uh, Jordan. Speed. But he was angry. He was angry. He was very angry. Yeah. So he was one of Tiger's four captain's picks, which I kind of found interesting just because he's not well-liked on the PGA Tour. His wife isn't well-liked on the PGA Tour. Um, he wasn't killing it this year. No. But for some reason, Tiger has taken, taken a liking to him for whatever reason. He's a bulldog. Yeah, and he's, a, he's one of those guys that maybe has more fire. I don't think he hits it a long way. He no. He hits it okay. I don't think he's Good got player, the world's though. greatest golf swing, but he mm-hmm. finds a way to get it in the hole. Yep. And that's a bulldog, right? It's the, the junkyard dog you want in your team. And that match he had against Rory McIlroy in the Ryder Cup was all world. Yeah. That was one of the best I ever saw. But he is a game changer to the negative side when it comes to team unity. Can be, especially if he's not winning. If he's winning, you put up with it. If he's not winning, you're going, what the hell is he doing here? And he and for that I feel really bad for is Webb Simpson. I think he's the only guy that maybe agreed to play with him. That's my guess. That's my guess. Don't know that for a fact, but there's a lot of guys I don't think wanted to. No. And Webb, Would you want to play with him? I'm out. Probably out. I'm out. Probably he's out. Horse's ass, man. I just. Forget. I mean, I'd love. To, how about this? I would. He I would, is. I would I like. Mean, you're ex- laughing, Kerm, but he is. I would like the experience of playing with him one time and see what he's like as a as a partner. Because he might be a great match player yeah. in that regard. Um, and then the other thing is, is a week ago he cheated. Yeah. And you could say allegedly, but I'm not. He did it twice. Yeah. He knew what he did. Yeah, he, he brought he his... He what he did. <laughs> he brought his club back in the bunker, and he moved some sand out of the way, and he did it twice. Yes. And it's not the first time he's done that. He did it back in yeah. 2015. He's a cheater. And the worst part was he, he agreed to it, but he didn't admit doing it. It's weird, you know. He gave him a two. They gave him a two-stroke a, penalty, which, a, by the way, cost him the tournament. He finished two strokes back. Yeah. So it's the old karma. saying: deny good what karma. you can't defend, and defend what you can't deny. Yeah. You just uh, hey, it was a bad camera angle. Mm-hmm. Bad camera angle. The camera angle showed you moving sand. You nut job. Well, as, as opposed to every other sport, I'm sorry, which I, condones cheating. I didn't like. I didn't like him, but he didn't. He didn't spur any emotion to me before that. I don't like him now. All right. Well, and I don't care. And if it was, and he is a graduate of the Texas Junior Golf Tour, mainly because the Texas Junior Golf Tour was the only tour that would allow him to play because he would fist fight with his dad after golf tournaments. Perfect. It's good entertainment value. And I mean, he was booted off of every other tour. I, I just, yeah. Well, he's hard to root for. So you asked if he, if they thought about not. Or taking him off the so team. So he cheats. I he had, cheats. He visibly cheats. You know what? And then the the presence cups the next week, and he's got to be part of this team that everybody's looking at. Like, yeah, we're playing with a cheater. Yeah, but no. But get this though, he could have. Tiger could have buried him. He, he only played Bre- uh, Brandon, uh, Bryson DeChambeau one match. Mm-hmm. He's played P- Patrick Reed and Webb Simpson every match, and they're zero three. You know, I've never been actually a fan all of, but one. Of Bryson DeChambeau, but. He's elevated. He's been elevated for me because he's never done anything like this guy's done. I'm not saying that. No, I'm, I'm saying, saying I don't. He he put him down because he didn't think he was playing well. It's he played Patrick Reed every match except the last one. Let me tell you something though, Rick. When the, uh, yes, I I know that. And on the other side too, when you have 12 guys on a team, mm-hmm. 
one guy being a Rick with a P right. a, a, adversely affects the camaraderie and the unity of the team. Well, it must have been a humongous effort to, to replace him with somebody. Do you think they thought about it? I think they thought about it, sure. Uh, do you think that the PGA Tour thought about suspending him? Uh, pretty no. bla- it was pretty blatant. Yeah, they, he took his two strokes. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about what happened yesterday. Okay. So yesterday, he plays. He loses. I wasn't that unhappy. <laughs> and then his caddy, who is his brother-in-law? Yep. Kessler Karan. Goes out and allegedly... In his mind, he just shoved the guy. Mm-hmm. But other people will say he punched him. I didn't see the punch. I, I did see I thought was a hard shove. And he did that because as it was, this was after the round. And they're walking back to the scores tent or whatever. And uh, somebody in the gallery said, hey, Reed, you effing suck. And the caddy goes, I'm not taking that. And he defended his golfer. Now, I think, what do you think Stevie Williams would have done? Not done anything. Would have I, gone I, to an official and said, kick him out. I don't know about that. He's the one that threw out the, can- the, the photographer's camera into the, into the pond. So didn't, He didn't hit anybody. I'm just saying. Ever. I'm just ever. saying. And you don't think people said things to Tiger, especially after the hydrant gate? <clears throat> I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying it's just another added wrinkle in the whole Patrick Reed package that you signed up for when he came down. I didn't sign down. up for it. I didn't he sign did. up for him. Yes. Tiger did. The team did. Yep. So <clears throat> he's not carrying Patrick Reed's bag today. Patrick Reed has to play because every, everybody plays in the singles matches. Right. And he's going off fairly early, which was kind of interesting. I figured they'd bury him in the middle of the pack somewhere so his match probably wouldn't matter. I don't know. But Tiger's going out first against Abraham Answer. So, well, and, and here's the thing: there were a couple of people really critical of Patrick Reed. Oh, and absolutely, the part. sure. And one of them was Cameron Smith. The other yep. one was Mark Leishman. Yep. And both of them were pounded him pretty. Cameron Smith pounded him hard. He did. And um, I, I, well, I mean, he did. And I was really hoping they'd play each other. Me too. That's the one thing I love about the President's Cup over Ryder Cup. I like the fact they, they announce the matches just like you do when you pick teams. Yeah. I don't like it when it's a mystery and you're trying to figure out what the other captain is doing. You you put out Abraham answer. Tiger goes, I'm going out first. I'm going after the best guy on their team. Yeah. And plus I can get done early and go manage the rest of the That's guys. That's what he probably did. He said, I'm getting off first so I can go coach. Or, yeah. Or captain. Probably. Whatever the hell he does. <laughs> What do you do once you set the team and they go play and now you're captain? What do you do? Drive around and say, hey, you need a snack? That's what the college coaches do. Although, you need, a, you need a bottle of water? Yeah, you need a snack? How are you playing? Really? We'll play better. That's basically what the, what the co- I, college coaches do once, the, once they start playing. Yeah, but they said about Ernie Els, though, he's been, he's been an active captain because he knows that course probably better than anybody. Most than maybe Adam Scott, other than Adam Scott or Why? another he's Aussie. He's not from Australia. Yeah, but he's, no, he's played that course a lot. Okay. So um, he was actually telling his players, this is what you need to do. One guy who did not uh, listen to him was Hai Tong Lee. You see, uh, <laughs> so 
Ernie Els demanded all of his players hit an iron off the first tee because it's not a driving type hole. Uh-huh. High Tong hits a driver, hits it wayward, and then he hit two consecutive shots in, in an alternate shot. I don't know what's going on with that alternate shot thing. It's almost like it's it's a it's a choice rather than a, a demand. It was really weird. <laughs> he was uh, so he was a little wheels off, and they kind of buried him too. He didn't play many matches either, but. Uh, as far as Patrick Reed goes, I'm going to say from now on, unless he just wins six, seven tournaments a year and he automatically qualifies, he's not going to be a captain's pick on either team for the foreseeable future. I'm going to say for the next two or Patrick three. Patrick Reed? Yeah. Yeah. I'm there with you. I mean, if he was 3-0 this week, you easy, I'm telling you, winning winning is a great deodorant. And, uh, and if you're a captain and you – and your legacy is going to be based on how your team does. And Patrick Green is a, Patrick Reed is a little iffy as far as the rules go. Um, I'm probably still taking him. Again, golf is the only sport that allegedly calls infractions on yourself. Every other sport I'm a, loves to get away with murder. And I'm a fan of chemistry of a team. Uh-huh. And the chemistry of a team outweighs talent to a certain extent. And I'm sorry it does. And you're losing right now because of... Patrick Reed. They ain't helping. Yeah, they're three. They're two down. He's lost three. It's not even that. It's the camaraderie and the chemistry of the team. It's why Bubba Watson's never picked. Right. You know, it. he's just a weird duck and doesn't help the chemistry of the team. And, yeah, let's, if I have a choice to pick him, I'm not. You know, one thing I, I do like about Patrick Reed, he's one of the few villains on tour. Good. He, I, I kind of like having my that, real villain. That's I don't, okay. I root against him. That's now. okay. He doesn't seem to care, which is which I is fine. I hope we go eleven and one in singles matches, and the other one is nine and eight. <laughs> anyway, that'll be an interesting watch today, and I think it's one of the few things that is, other than the, the fact the Americans are losing. That's that. Those are probably the two stories, and the Americans losing is probably down around nine out of ten, and Patrick Reed is one. As far as the as far as the stories go, all right, uh, they're teeing off here, right about now, I believe. And you're really? gonna watch, yeah, Abraham Answer versus uh, Tiger Woods, and that'll be the now? first match of twelve, I do believe. Yeah, I'm saying no. You think it's tomorrow? No, but or tonight? Now? I swear it's at nine o'clock uh, a.m. E- Eastern time. No, that is. Am I wrong? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Nine Eastern time would be ten here. So what time's it going off? Oh, it's, so it's going to go off later today. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. What about to say? I retract. I, I retract. Thank drinking, you. but I ain't drunk. All right. So there you go. So we can watch it later <laughs> in the afternoon. How are we going to play night golf? We wear miners' caps and we glow sticks. That would have been a good bit. I'd have taken it. All right. Uh, 9.07 on the ticket. Having fun with Bloody Marys out here at uh, Texas Rangers Golf Club today. That was brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstores. And up next, little health talk updates here oh, on yeah. the ticket. 9.30, we'll give you a tale of two Rolexes that were up for auction. And one went for a lot of money, and one went for a lot less than I thought. And then at 9.50, we'll mix with Country Force, Eli and Ty, and one uh, Corn Ferry tour player got caught in a sting operation. Uh-oh. Talk about that at uh, 9.50. Got the weather brought to you by DM Auto Leasing and Bob Steak and Chop House. Mm. The original. The original on Lemon. On Lemon. 
You go in there, give Bob a handshake, tell him you heard on the tee box, read it in the magazine, and he'll love you a long time. So will we. Okay, uh, the weather looks like this. It's going to be 63 today, so it will warm up, so Craig won't have to huddle next to a heater the whole time. Well, maybe not. Maybe 63 is cold for him. Bit chilly. 72 tomorrow, Craig. Nah, I'm playing tomorrow. Of course you are. Uh, 49 Monday, 52, 56, 55, 63. No rain in the forecast, and it's going to so warm up again what, in the 60s. What day is 63? Uh, Friday. That's when we're playing here. Okay. Seriously. All right. I'm going to watch you play 12 and 13. It's not like I haven't played them before. I know. All right. But first, we have a health update. Now, both Craig and I are at that age where we have to start watching ourselves and we go on, undergo more tests than we did back when we were kids obviously and <clears throat> I will say Craig is I'm going to say you're a borderline hypochondriac. Why? I think you worry a lot. If there's anything slightly out of kilter you come unglued. The first thing you do is pull out your blood pressure machine to see if that's okay. <laughs> Sadly that's gay? true. <laughs> that is true. But here's the thing. It freaks me out because if you've ever... So when I was 45, I got diagnosed with high blood pressure. Okay. And I looked at my doctor. Giving it or getting it? Getting it. Oh, okay. And I said, well, I don't, I don't want to take any medication. Mm-hmm. Smart. I'll, I'll figure it out myself. All you right. know, let me Tell me what I need to do. And he looks at me and says, no, we need to get your blood pressure down. Okay. So cholesterol, if your cholesterol was high, which has never been. Mm-hmm. So we can work on diet and exercise and everything else, but... So I decided to make a, a year commitment this year of a lot of different things. And, and some of the things were right. Some of them were wrong. I go to the gym every single day. I like the bench press. It's probably wrong for people our age. I'm going to say so, too. But it's something that motivated me, and I like it. Uh-huh. If you do, I don't like work, running on a treadmill. I like bench pressing. Mm-hmm. So I do it. And I, I set myself some goals, and I did it. I like the ropes. Yep. I love the ropes. Me too. I, how many, and, First and you're, and you are, you are one that is a victim of this, but how many guys our age, and I'm younger than you significantly, but we won't talk about that. And how many of our guys, how many guys our age have knee issues or ankle issues mm-hmm. or hip issues? Mm-hmm. So the ropes give me an aerobic and anaerobic exercise. Burst training. Without messing with my knees. I agree. I'm preserving my knees. Yep. Aerobic. Don't want. And so I've worked really, really hard on the ropes all year. Worked okay. really, really hard in the weights all year. <clears throat> and I have had a lot of people come up to me and go, man, you've lost weight. Mm-hmm. You've lost weight. Well, yeah. You look good. I've not lost any weight. And I have proof now. So you just redirect the So weight. I had my physical Wednesday. Did all the blood work. Did all this. Did all that. <clears throat> And from a year ago, I am one pound heavier. Because you gained more muscle. Than I was a year before. And my body fat percentage was 8% lower. Okay. Unbelievable. So that, that's Thank what... Thank you, whoever that was. That's Grego. That's what, uh, that's what illustrates your one pound weight gain is the muscle. Muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah, and I was actually... And they said, you know what? You're in all the ratios now where you're considered to be fit for somebody in their 50s. So. Right. Um, so I looked at it, but you're right. I'm looking at now when they do a comprehensive blood test, uh-huh. they'll do a gazillion things. Sure. Right? I mean, not only do you have a cholesterol, but you have an HEL, LDL, LDL. Good cholesterol, lipid, bad cholesterol. Uh-huh. There's a 
a dozen LD or something DLs, right? And right. I don't know. Do you know what any of them mean? No. I know what the don't. good HD, uh, the good cholesterol is the one you want the higher of. And that's where it gets dicey. So let's say you are, they say the the demarcation point is 200 for cholesterol, allegedly. Right. they got to pick a number. But if you have an overabundance of good cholesterol, it might put you over 200. Right. That's still good. So, so you got to be careful about that stuff. And so when you look at it, the, the thing that they do now with when they do blood work, mm-hmm. they say, okay, here's what your score is. Right. So like you said, if it's cholesterol, mm-hmm. 150 to 200 is good. Right. And so if your number's inside that number, it's in a blue, right? right. Uh-huh. If it's 201, it might be yellow. Right. And if it's 205 or higher, it's red. Yeah, you're dying. So. I've been there. You know, <laughs> you're when you're our age, you're getting to a certain point, you're not 25 anymore. And there's something that's going to be out of range. Sure. Right? Typically. And yes, I freak the hell out. Mm-hmm. So my cholesterol is 164. Okay, it's low. Good, right? Yeah, unless but you're low. every one of the little things after it was in the red. Like what? Like LG, HDL, oh, okay. LDL, so you didn't have LDL, ratio. It's like, so you didn't what have the good, hell? You didn't I'm just have told that, one, that, that being in the under 200 was good, I'm way under 200. I'm because you, maybe you have drugs. too much uh, uh, good cholesterol. Not too much, but you have an overabundance, which is good. No, I don't think so. There, That would have been in the ratio, and I would have had a... Nice. Must be all the candy you eat. I don't eat. I haven't eaten any candy anymore. You saw me. I put a commitment where I put a Reese's peanut butter cup on my desk, and I haven't eaten it in four months. <laughs> Why do you do that? Like it's standing you torture there. Torture yourself. No, it's not torture. It's commitment. I'm gonna come in and eat it. Now blame it on you. It might be stale. <laughs> <laughs> but I blew it yesterday because I haven't had any any carbs of any kind, and I ate at least a full pizza from Taverna Rosa. You know what? Because he was supposed to bring me a cauliflower pizza, and he did. I still believe everything in moderation, including moderation. Well, that's what George DiGiani would say, that if you're going to cheat, cheat. Cheat all the would, way. And, and then he you, would say. And then you get tired of it. And did you notice I eat a giant pizza, I get a zit on my nose. I haven't had a zit in five years. Jesus. Self-obsessed much? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do get to a certain age, and... Um, I'm intrigued by your uh, concierge doctor. I love it. I was talking to my wife about that. I love it. And it's probably double my insurance. But here's the thing. How much do you pay in supplements a a month? That's a good question because I buy a lot of stuff off Amazon. But I take a a good amount of uh, supplemental vitamins. All all of in my concierge doctor, that's all included. Okay. So, so I have to, I have to figure, weigh that. I figure what I all the stuff that I take mm-hmm. is about eighty bucks a month. Okay. And you take my omega omega three, my vitamin D, my multivitamins, my resveratrol. I don't have any idea why I take resveratrol. But the doctor says I got to take it. It's blue it's pills. Anti aging blue pills. <laughs> what are blue pills? Yeah, look it up. <laughs> what are blue? Pills? What? Why is that funny? Nothing. I don't think anything blue. Okay. All right. I was just checking. To my knowledge. Yeah, you might might get it slipped in your drink when you're that knowing. But I take a probiotic. Mm-hmm. It's include all that crap's included. So. Okay. That's so good. that that becomes kind of reasonable. Yeah. And you don't. And you have a primary care physician. And they and he only has X amount of patients. Mm-hmm. So you need to go see him tomorrow. You can see him. 
Wow. Yeah. How much lead good, time right? do you need? Five minutes. No way. Yes. Hey, I need to come in. Okay, and so okay. what happens if he's on vacation? What do you do? They have a backup? They have, no, they have doctors. Doctor, yes. They, they have, have doctor backups? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. It's a staff. Okay, good. And they and they have a DO, which I don't know what that stands for, but if I... if Doctor on call, maybe? I don't know. If Dr. A is not there and Dr. B is not there, then the DO's there. Hmm. So always have somebody to call. Doctor Orderly? No idea. <laughs> By the way, that's coming back in January. No way. Yep, new ones. Curb. Really? Yep. Yep. I hope it's better than last season. Last season, season was, was rough, but it yeah. wasn't last season. It was a couple of years ago, wasn't I it? I know, but the last one they did was a little rough. He was much better married. Let's talk about wheels off marriage. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he's just miserable enough, right? So, uh, so after all this, so are you concerned? You happy about your latest experiment? I freak out about anything that one of my friends has gone through. By the way, you do. Um, here's the other thing. So I'm, I'm I, for whatever reason, I'm in better shape than I have ever been in a long time, and mm. I'm snoring. I don't know why, and I. My wife swears it's not sleeping. Telling you, get one of those mouth guards. You're the best. And um, forget the seatbelt. So here's an interesting tidbit that I I save for you on the air Ooh. for my doctor. Okay, makes rational sense, but never heard it before. Mm-hmm. So look, you need to get good sleep. He says if you don't get good sleep, it's taxing your brain. Yes, it is. And immediately, and and that's your the biggest chance of you getting dementia later in life. It's true. Is that true? Yeah. Is that documented? Yeah, lack of sleep. Lack of sleep is the the worst thing for you, almost. Well, I'm, I mean, overabundance of drinking or smoking or whatever. I, don't drink. I know. I'm just saying. Except today. But sleep, <laughs> sleep is what repairs your body. And if you don't get enough, cheers, of it, Ty. You know, you can actually die if you go X amount of days without sleep. You can actually die. Really? I don't yeah. want to die. Because your body has to mend, and it mends when it's under, I guess, REM. Stage sleep, I think that's what it he is. He told me that you need to find a way to get yourself good sleep to where you have vivid dreams. That means you're really in, you're really sleeping well. Yeah, except I only remember the dreams right before I wake up. I don't remember them in that's the middle of the good, night. That's still good, I think. I don't know. Well, yeah, but I don't, like, if you're having vivid dreams in the middle of the night, but you're sleeping, I don't think you remember them. Yeah. I think it's only sex with an animal. <laughs> Holy smokes. What the hell was that? And no, I don't dream about that either. Uh, but anyway, so but all in all, you're going to be around for a couple more years. Is that is that what the Until next bottom year's line physical. is? Yeah, it's it, it, being one of Craig's close friends. I have to I have to counter with when I see him wigging out over one little kind of malfunctioning number that comes with some kind of medical test. Because you will go off. You you'll obsess like crazy. Oh, okay. So here's one that was high. So in order to do your blood test for all this stuff that he does, you have to fast. You have to not yeah. eat after for midnight, 8, 8 p.m. Yeah. the night day, and I come in. 12 hours, something and, like that. Uh, so, I don't, so I fast. Uh-huh. How does that, that work out? Is that Danny Salazar in the house? Yep. How about that? And uh, so I fast, and I, I take the test, and they say, you need a urine sample. I said, well, I fasted for... Whatever. She goes, well, you you were allowed to drink all the water you yeah, can. You can. You're supposed to. I was like, well, mm-hmm. I didn't know. I fast. A fast is a fast. So I didn't drink. 
take the test and come back. My kidney numbers, whatever that is, right, was in the red. Yeah, because you didn't have enough. Uh, I am liquor. freaked out. Of course. And you he are. said, "How much did you drink?" I said, "I didn't drink anything. I fasted." He goes, "Well, you dehydrated. Don't, don't worry about that number then." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dehydrated. Son of a gun. So. Yeah, I would. I would recommend kind of take everything with a grain of salt. Don't wig out on some stuff because some of the stuff just doesn't matter. Unless you and let and the doctor will tell you if you should be alarmed by something, but if you're slightly out of the norm, it could just be that time of the year or whatever. I don't know. Time so, of the year. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Time of the month. I don't know if you still time have. Of the those, month. I don't know if you still have those problems or not. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. Everybody has biorhythms. Depends on when they take it. Depends on when you know a, a lot of factors. Okay. So just take a deep breath, and you're not dying tomorrow. All right. It's not your time of the month, Craig. <clears throat> about to say. About another week, maybe. Yeah. I Those know, are my only red numbers, though. Kidney years. and the cholesterol, and that was it. Okay. Even though my overall number was good. Okay. All right. If I'm your doctor, I, I give you good results, whether you <laughs> deserve them or not. Because <laughs> the anxiety you have because of a bad number... It was going to put you in the grave quicker than anything else. Hey, so have you done any research on peptide therapy? I mean, like the the commercials we used to hear in the ticket all the time? And the ones you give your dogs? And No, this is a peptide therapy. He's really big into the peptides are like the natural form of human growth hormones. He yeah, it's, uh, what's what's that, what's the name of that bit? I don't know. I don't know. But here's one. I'm going to give you a tip. Here's yeah. one. Uh-huh. There's a... There's a sex one called PT-141. Look it up. <clears throat> Ty's over there nodding his head like, oh, there's drunk Craig talking about something. Look up PT-141. It's PT-141. Yeah. It's supposed to, it's natural in its natural state. Yeah. There's a guy PT-141. who's addicted to sex. You take PT-141, you may. Hmm. You looking it up? Yeah. And? All I get is... PT-141, right? Yeah. I get PT video game. Turns out horror game PT is far from terrifying. I didn't get it wrong, did I? Five years later, it's nearly impossible to play horror classic. PT. That's what I put in there, PT-141. PT-141. Yeah, here, it comes up right away. Well, I put a dash in there. You can get it on Amazon, too. Benefits and side effects. Not that video game, the peptide, I think. Yeah, there you go. Video it's also known as something. It's most known for ability to treat sexual dysfunction in men and, and women. Melancortin. Whatever that is. It's a synthetic peptide blend that isn't naturally produced in the body like growth hormones are. PT- so this is, says it's it's an inhaled. We're only going to sniff it. Like, like you, Yeah, you huff it. <laughs> right before you get down and dirty. I got high... Well, Craig's already experienced all this stuff. All right, here we go. It is 9.30 on the ticket. <laughs> let's spelly segue from that topic, and let's get into got a, an iconic watch for auction. One went for a boatload of money. The other one, for one from one of golf's maybe biggest star, went for comparatively not that much. We'll tell you what that is next on the ticket as we broadcast from Texas Rangers Golf Club here in Arlington. on the ticket. Good morning. Welcome to the Little Tee Box out here at Texas Rangers Golf Club in Arlington. Hanging out, having fun. All right, having a little Bloody Mary, having a little uh, Snooty Pig, breakfast burritos and muffins. 
Thanks to Brandon. He's talking, gr- he's awesome. Talking to Danny Salazar, who sees us once a year, even though he tweets us almost every hour of every yep. Saturday. Big thanks to Taverna Rosa, Tony Smith, and the gang out there for providing the pizzas yesterday. They went very quickly. Yep. And we have great buys out here. We have the passbook for forty nine ninety five, and if you do that, you not only get two dozen golf balls and you get a one size fits all golf glove, which by the way is money. Yeah. You also get not Monty, money. You uh, can also get a discounted round at Texas Rangers. Normally goes for up to $119. You get it for up to $70 off. Cool and stuff, it, huh? Worth it. Worth yeah. it. Worth it. We'll be here till 2 o'clock today. Yeah. So come out and see us. Greg Durante has now made a made a, a appearance. Hanging yes, out with Force. Yes, he has. Probably show prepping with them. No kidding. Hey, just let sure, make sure Norm knows the Texas Rangers do not own this golf course. No, they are affiliated. <laughs> Some kind of licensing agreement, or maybe it's just they get to play free golf. Yeah. I don't know what Texas Rangers has to do with it, but uh, maybe that's it. All hey. right, before we mix with uh, Country Force, before we get to the the auctioning Rolexes, yeah, Craig has a story. A story. So... 21 years ago, about this time, I started the magazine. All right, thanks a lot. Let's get to the... No, Did you I'm know sorry. that? Go ahead. And about nine years ago, this time, we started Ideal Golfer. Mm-hmm. Seems like every time we come up with a new idea... November. It's November, December time frame. It was November so, 2010. The first year I did what I did in the magazine, the second year, I started Media Madness. Uh-huh. It's been 20 years... Since I started tw- me, me, uh, Media Madness. Yes. And it's been 20 years since officially you started doing something with the magazine. That's true. That is true. That? Rick's been working, doing so, something in the magazine for 20 years. All right, so quick background. How about that? Quick, yeah. Quick background on how the, all this started. So Craig put together this Media Madness. At the time, Corby was doing the show with me. Correct. At the time, we were the only golf show in the Metroplex. Yes. On the radio. Still are right now. As and, of right now, and at are. that time, Craig did not put either Corby or me in the tournament. Full disclosure. Ha! Bitch! I didn't listen to the ticket at the time. So, I didn't know, but I did put... Oh, you you knew. Because when we called you to say, hey, why don't you pop on the show with us? Corby, yes! Corby, when can I be down there? Corby calls me. Uh-huh. And you talk about a sabotage. Corby calls me. Oh, hey, this Craig, is all planned, Hey, pal. Craig. Love your magazine. Can I pop you on with uh, me and uh, Chris Arnold? Do you mind? He go. I said, yeah, sure. So I closed my doors. I was like, I'm the first time on the radio, man. It's going to be fun, right? Close my doors, and they sabotage me. Hey, what the hell? And Rick's on there. Chris Arnold's not even interested in talking to me, but those two just sabotage me. So at the time, I had the, the field set, but I had Scott Murray in it. And Scott Murray decided he hated the ticket for some reason or hated the guy. And he was supposed to play George mm-hmm. Donovan, I think, first round or something like that. And I said, and he backed out. So I said, Corby, I can put you in. No, let's back up. So we brought you on the air so you were going to talk about the tournament. Right. You were a geek because I talked to one of the guys who used to work at, our, at the magazine at the time. Oh, Craig is cramming. He's got so much knowledge. He's got so much background. Yep. He's got everything. Yep. We get on there. And if you've ever seen Craig face before when he's confused or a little <laughs> fearful of what he just said or whatever, happens about nine times a show, um, we get him on, and he's all ready, and we says, what the hell, Craig? You didn't put either one of us in your in your damn tournament? And 
just yep. eyes bug out. Yep, I didn't say anything, but I found a way to put got, get Corby in. I said, Rick, why don't you write for me? We Yeah. And, and I you said, can I'll, handicap the field, have a lot of fun with it. I'll pay you. I did. You know? And so we did that. And then you were working for Bob and Dan at the time. Uh-huh. And there was a point where we went to go play golf, me, you, and Corby. And you told me, he says, hey, I don't work for a ticket anymore. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you ought to work for me. And you, I, and you said, what should I do? I said, well, you, can you sell? And I, I'll never forget. You said, well, yeah, I've sold before. I sold mortgages and phone systems. Mm-hmm. But never sold media, never sold right. anything like that. I said, yeah, come on and sell. And, uh, and it was a leap for me. Right. It was a leap for you, too, because you were looking for at some other things, too. You, I mean, yeah. I think the ticket was going to hire you for huh? sales, right? right? So you had some leaps, and I'll never forget. Thanks to Eric Moss for this one, because your first sale, and you came in with a big old contract from Class BMW, and you said, hey, is this good? <laughs> Not bad, yeah. but you need more. Uh-huh. And uh, 20 years later. Still here. Still here. 15 years ago, you got me on the air. Mm-hmm. And uh, 13 years ago, I did the anus. Yeah, we're still wronged on that. The ticket screwed us on that deal. It's easily one of the top five most played bits ever. And it wasn't even a consideration. I, yeah. blame, I blame Kat. Do you? Blame Kat. Yeah, I do. I blame. He skews a lot of stuff, but that's okay. Yeah, we be still careful. Love our him. contract's not signed for next year. That's all right. I'm just making a statement. I'm, I'm, I'm backing up. Sign, I'm backing up our point. <laughs> I'm backing up our point that that we were screwed on that deal. By the way, I hear from Cat once or twice a year. Yeah, whenever a heavy metal band comes in. Yes, and he's excited about. Hey, you got to get me tickets to Opeth. Whatever. You can name and you can name anything, and I wouldn't know what you're talking about. Opeth. 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 Opeth? You know, Opeth. In person, when you talk to Cat, he seems like a pretty reasonable guy. And he doesn't even look like that, the heavy metal type guy. But that music is the worst. No, to you. No, it's it, the worst. It's the best to him. That's the music they play when they're trying to torture you when you've been <laughs> captured. It's <laughs> exactly what so it is. So I shouldn't save you two tickets to Opeth? Could you imagine that? Can you imagine... Cat being captured, and they play that. They play some heavy metal garbage, and he's gone. He's just sitting back, smiling. You know, know, he's playing Opeth. It's already up to 11 on the volume. And we sabotage him. Instead of going that, he goes to, like, Dan Fogelberg. That would kill him. (laughs) All right, never mind. That would kill him. We all have our anthrax, right? We all have our Achilles heel. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk watch talk now. Nah, we'll do it later. We're done with that segment. Uh, Yeah, we are. It's 9.45. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll do that next week. It's one of those evergreen topics. Uh, that was brought to you by David McDavid Lincoln of Plano and Waterview Golf Club. Up next, Eli, Ty. We talk about... Country Forest. Tommy Two Gloves. What he got caught doing next. The Ticket's Talking Cowboys. Why does this organization pay so hideously little attention to detail? Up next, Cowboys-Rams tomorrow afternoon. Uh, We've got to start uh, showing our fans, more more importantly showing ourselves, that we can do the... Ticket, welcome back to the tee box. Off-air bantering, scintillating (laughs) as always, especially when Craig's got a couple of Bloody Marys in him. What's up, America? A lot of people to thank today. (laughs) 
What's up, America? At the Texas so Rangers generic. Golf Club in Arlington. <laughs> you guys want me to stay for two more hours? No. I want to thank everybody for showing up today. Yeah, I kind of do. Nah. There's, there's a point where there's too much, Craig. That happened about a half hour ago. I want to thank the greatness of Greg Durani and also Bill Ebden and uh, Randy Garrison out here at Texas Rangers Golf Club. Uh, they have a little deal going right now. If you want to uh, play Texas Rangers or Tierra Verde this weekend, you get a $25 gift certificate. How about that? That's but hot off the press from you, big old Greg. Can you do that and also get our passbook? And, yeah. Yeah, so that you Absolutely. Triple dip. Get the passbook. Thank you. Whoever get, you the, are. Uh, get the 70% <laughs> off. That was awfully dismissive. <laughs> Thank you, whoever you are. Oh, you're finding. You're, this is real Craig. This is what I see most of the time. Oh, this I is just coming out to the masses. Yeah. Hey, so I had something to talk about. Well, on I haven't done. i got to thank oh. people. Why don't you just keep drinking? You're better that way. <laughs> things are going well. I have to do things like thank sponsors, Craig. Oh, okay, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Pipe yeah. down. Yeah, you pipe down. Keep drinking. <laughs> want to thank uh, Taverna Rosa and uh, their two locations in Plain on South Lake for providing the pizzas yesterday. They also have Heritage Pizza, Union Bear, Cadillac Pizza Pub, and The Yard, and also the greatness of the snooty pig for their breakfast burritos and their muffins today. Great find, Highland Village in Argyle. Brandon Bunn does a great, he does this every year with us. So, uh, and he will cater your holiday office party up to 20 people or more. So check it out, snooty pig, Grapevine, Highland Village, and Argyle. Let's see, anything else this is sponsored by? Uh, Crest Cars, next week we will be at Union Bear. And Craig will be drinking again. Yes. I will not. Why not? I don't drink, except once a year. You know me, I'm not a drinker. <laughs> well, your eyes are already bloodshot. Are they? You're roasted. Yeah. Oh, good thing you're not leaving until 2 today. He's like Foster Brooks. Yeah, you need to. Next Foster time. Brooks never drank. He owned the golf I know he was in Rochester when I, I was in grad a... school there. Okay, so I would, I would recommend you Uber to Union Bear next Saturday. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have five stars, by the way. For what? For you, for Uber. Don't you have five stars? Are you a five-star yeah. customer? Yeah. 4.98. Right. I'm a 4.98. Who'd you piss off? I don't think, I don't think anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, like, chewed in one or anything. I've only used Chew. it twice, though. Well, then, yeah, it should be five stars. Yeah. Hey, um, Eli and I went to lunch this week together. Right. And um, we went to Is a this place. this be interesting? I think so. <laughs> okay. Checking. I think so. And we went to a place that had, we ordered, and then we sat down next to two P1s. Still right? not interested. And they had a secret. Let's wrap it up. They had a secret menu. Okay. That I didn't know about. All right. I think every place, in and out has one, don't they? Yeah. Okay. And you go to any high-end steakhouse, you can order off, off the grid. Yeah, but this one was like, a, I looked at the secret menu, I was like, man, can I go re reorder? It was kind of rock star, didn't you think? Yeah, it was great. Seriously, that, you know, leave me hanging, like just <laughs> like yeah, that. I mean, great. it was okay. They did, there were like two subtle variations to something else you could order. It wasn't. This is. This it is, wasn't life changing. This no, is I, grandiose. Greg was, talking right now. It was right, either overly well, what did, what It was either chicken the tenders or yeah. chicken tenders Come with on. hot wing sauce. Did, did you that just call Andy's me a nut job? Yeah, he's done that twice now. I heard him call somebody else a nut job earlier. Patrick Reed, I think. I wouldn't well, play that is, nut job. He is the leader job. of our empire. <laughs> You're kind of not. 
All right, bring something for the mix. Why don't we talk about uh, Tommy Two Gloves? <laughs> yeah, that was unfortunate. Did you, did you actually talk about it on the show today? No, no. I was going to save it. But uh, Tommy Two Gloves, who won a tournament back in 2012. He was on the big break, the TV show. He was on the big break. Wears two gloves because he had some kind of accident when he was uh, working in some manufacturer and he burned his hands. And so he has to wear two gloves. Not, a, not the worst thing in the world. And they're like the they're very ill-fitting gloves, too. They're always like a size too big. Yeah, they're not like our one size fits all. They're yeah. like work gloves. So he's playing in the Corn Ferry Tour Q School this week. By the way, he's tied for 20th. Doing pretty well. But he got caught up in a prostitution sting. Oh. Did you hear what did you see? Was what he wearing they, his gloves? They, it was called Operation Something. Santa's cool. naughty list. <laughs> that's what the that's what That's the, really what it was called. That's what yes. it was called. The sting. Operation Santa's naughty list. Santa's naughty list. Okay. <laughs> Over a hundred people were arrested. So so here's the thing about that. Hundred people arrested for prostitution. It, prostitution's expensive, right? You gotta have some cash. Uh, old Tommy Two Gloves, I believe, was negotiating for a sixty dollars fee. I believe from the oh, TMZ video oh, that I really? saw. Yes, uh, well, he was going discount. Bargain basement. Yeah. There goes my thought. Process. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking, if you're thinking, isn't there somebody more famous than Tommy Two Gloves? Not in this group. On this? Not I mean, this group. Robert Kraft. That yeah. wasn't exactly a real highbrow establishment he was going into either. Old orchids of Asia. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think it really doesn't make any difference. No. All right. The PGA Tour said through a spokesman, we are aware of the situation, but I have no additional comment. Ganey's a past champion playing in the events that category last season. I don't know. You know what that means. Also, I'll tell you this. He'll get a slap on the wrist, if anything. It might like, even be applauded. It's like a misdemeanor, isn't it? It's a good question. I don't know what he was asking for either. Well, I believe his, his exact what, quote in the TMZ was he video said, off of? I'm looking for a quick visit, I believe is what his is exact quote. Is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> TMZ has, like, the actual undercover video footage so of is, it. So his new nick, nickname is Tommy Two Squirts? No. Oh, Rick. Oh, really? Uh, no. It's a family show. Oh, is it? Now? He's the drunk one. Not after yeah. 10. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Whoa. Seriously. Man, the kids around? That was wrong. <laughs> There's Boy. no kids around. <laughs> Rick comes in with a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. I am off air two minutes. What do I care? You're not that age where you're old enough that you can get away with anything. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. An That's age wrong. is just a what, number. What is that age? Right you now. Officially, you know, <laughs> yeah. Whatever right you currently now. are. This, this yeah. many years old. Yeah. Today goodness. years old. Come on, this is the ticket. Yeah, that's true. Things don't change that much on the weekend. No. Yeah. yeah true. Except the, except the pay. <laughs> yes. Got uh, that right. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, what do you guys got going on today? <laughs> I don't know, Ty. Uh, what do you got? We got. We're going to talk about the week that was for the stars. What a wacky week it's been. Will we ever learn what happened with Jim Montgomery? We never learned about uh, Washington. Yeah, we did. Washington, yeah, a little, we, yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. We got some details we on didn't, that. We didn't get the full scoop, though. Yeah. Yeah, because it, that was weird. Because you remember Wash? He said he was stepping down because he had to deal with his family thing because he had been unfaithful to his wife, and that was all we really found out. We had some. You know, you know, somebody, some faux reporter coming out with stuff that was trying to say that it was something to do with a masseuse yeah, or something. Like David Murphy, she babysat David yeah, Murphy's kid. But we never got, we never got <laughs> full disclosure on that. And I don't know if we'll ever get full disclosure no. on this. Well, I don't think, think about so. it. So it wasn't illegal. Wasn't something it criminal. Wasn't criminal. Was nothing, had nothing to do with any star's employee. And nothing to do with 
performance on you know the the get you know the the way the they felt like the team was going, and the fact that they did it on the they they fired him on a game day, that they thought it was so vital. And he was called on Sunday, Jim. Yeah, Jim Sunday Nell. morning. So they were on the road. Yeah, I think before that. I think, so I think yeah. whatever happened happened up in Canada. If I was going to make a crazy guess based upon everything they said that it's not. Does he know Tommy Two Gloves? I'm going to say. <laughs> Just ask him. I'm going to say it has something to do with. And I don't know why this would be so egregious that he would be fired immediately, but I'm thinking it has something to do with gambling. That's what I threw out there. Yeah. That That's maybe they caught him gambling on, on what hockey. Was, what was his contract? I don't know. Molson. Three like years. And he got, he got fired. the border. He got fired for, for cause, cause. which he, so he lost the last two and a half years of his contract. But what, what, what was his? How much was he making a year? Oh, oh. probably three mil. Yeah. So why, like would, that. why would you, if you're making one point six? Okay. That's still good coin, right? Why would you mess up? I take it. Why would just, you mess just a little up bit that more career than I make for gambling? Well, I don't know. Juice. But well, other than that, you don't, don't you think anything else would be kind of excused unless. If it was if it was something that was like uh, you know some kind of chemical dependency or something, they wouldn't have fired him. They just said, okay, he's going to take a a leave for a couple of weeks, and then they would have fired and, him. And they might have fired yeah. him after that, but they would have. The first thing Put would have been counseling. That, yes, the first thing but is we're going to let him go get help. That would have been that would have been illegal though. They said it wasn't illegal. Yeah. Well, if, I mean, if he was just, maybe it was alcohol. I don't know. How about the and, worst part is we're all guessing. Yes, it's it's. Which absolute is, speculation. Which is which and is wrong only in the state. Well, in today's day and age, yeah, it could be anything. We always find out everything, right? Uh, yeah, we do. Maybe. So that's kind of startling that we don't know. And that's why all the fans are up in arms because we're so used to just getting immediate payoff on information, and we're not getting anything. And people think they're, you know, we're holding out stuff. Or so here's the deal. No, when, nothing. Back when they were one seven and one, and they were one six goal game when they were down three nothing for him probably being let go. Yeah, that was right around this time. Nobody even thought twice about it. Yeah, because that's that's the NHL. They'll fire you in a week. I don't yeah. care if you won the Stanley Cup the previous year. They're yeah, they, done for a they do have a lot of turnover, and they they tend triggers. to fire coaches mid season a lot more yeah. than other sports. I mean, early in the season. I mean, if you don't get out of if you're not winning your first three games, they're canning guys all over. Especially like a team like the Stars that had such high aspirations coming into the season, you know, because they felt like the way they finished last year, you know, on a high, you know, almost getting to the Western Conference Finals. That oh man, the sky's the limit this year. We added Pavelski and we added Corey Perry and. This is gonna be great, and they came out of the gates like they did. And yeah, he was he was lucky that he didn't get fired earlier. It was one game away, I bet, because if, if they would have come bad. back in that one game where they were down, they're down three zip. Yeah, that th- there was a lot of speculation that that might have been it. Okay, so what was their record when he was fired? Uh, Ballpark it five six games over five hundred something like starting that. Okay, so what if they were? What if they were? Eight what if they were in first place? Well, they're they're not that far away from first, are they? They were. They were. Like, they were the best team in the league right now. Could, would they have done whatever it took to save him? But they're kind of on a high right now. I mean, they're I mean, doing okay. They're, they're only five. Well. They're only five points out of first place right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty close. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's irresponsible to speculate as much. But some I mean, we'll but you find kind of out have to something. Do something. That's our job. Yeah, I agree. Our job but is kind of. We'll guess. find out eventually something. Huh? At, at least a ballpark of what it was. 
I think. I mean, it's almost impossible to keep a lid on something like that forever. And if he wants to work in the NHL again, he's going to have to yeah. come out and say what it was. Yeah. Unless he's just fine with just never coaching again. Especially yeah. after when Bettman, the commissioner, came out and said, we're, we're all hands on deck. We're cleaning up everything in the NHL. Racism, abuse on players, yeah. God knows what. Because, you know, NHL is old school. It might be worse than baseball Real old when school. it comes to that. So it's tough getting out that old... The old regime, you know? Okay, speaking of coaches. Yes. What? Don't laugh at me. I have a compelling thing to talk about. I'll be the judge of that. All right. <laughs> He'll let you know later. So we, so it's pretty evident or pretty – Jason Garrett's going to get fired, right? I mean, he will. And barring a, unless he goes unless they have a couple of miraculous if, playoff if, victories. If they, yeah, if they get to the NFC Championship game, he stays. Other than that, he's fired. Okay, so Eli and I were talking about this. So During lunch? So, when you're looking at the off yeah, menu? Yeah. So when... when <laughs> Pining over the, the secret most menu. secret menu ever. <laughs> so if he gets fired during your show, yeah. is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's a that's an excellent question. See, you, got, you got the see, email. You got the email. Thing. If it, that you didn't read, I did read it. Yeah, we, we all got. Yeah, we yeah, all got the got email. The we have to be yeah, all hands on, on deck. But, but everybody will be listening. Watch. I, I well, what happens? You guys are doing a show December thirty first, right? Right. Yeah, thirtieth and thirty first. Yeah. And that's a good time where he may Correct. get fired, right? That, that, that Monday and everybody will be, be on dry dock, yeah. and there'll be you know. No, I think I think it would be a good thing. Well, we've gotten the protocol of what we have to do. I think it would be. I don't know if it would be great because that's all you're going to talk about for four hours or if it would start to get pretty stale after repeating the same thing for two and a half of the four hours. You can't do a Maverick segment at that point, can you? Well, no. I mean, the the, the actual email said that that, I mean, until further notice, if he gets fired, that's all you talk about. Right. Yeah, there's nothing else. And when somebody gets hired, that's all you talk about. Yeah. Which which I I completely understand, and, and rightfully so, but. I, th- I think it would be a good thing just because you'd be able to get some people be, to call in and give their opinions on it and whatnot. It'd be cool. Sorry, Jason Garrett, if you get fired, it'd be cool. <laughs> but but it'd be you know to be there when it's happening. You know, I'd be you know it'd be a little rush of adrenaline. You know that you. Well, this is something that hasn't it. happened in eleven years. Yeah, I so think what's interesting it's is been that, a while. Is the talk has been if he gets fired, he'll have another head coaching job before the start of next season. Giants. Yeah, could be the like Ravens. The Giants, like, the Giants, like not Ravens. Um, uh, Panthers. Uh, uh, Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know when Atlanta, uh, when Ron Rivera got fired, all the betting lines had Ron Rivera toward the top of the list to be the next Cowboys coach, and Jason Garrett on all the top of the list to be the Panthers. So it's or the Giants. Gonna, yeah. There's it, it, no question. Ron Rivera's the coach of the Cowboys next year. To me. Uh, wow. I don't know about that. Bold. There's no question. I. I, I mean, I'd like. That for I would me. mind. Just book that for me. You owe me twenty bucks. Book that for me. <laughs> you do realize the listeners can't see them, right? Yeah. No, he doesn't realize. They're that. so big, everybody can see them. Can't they? He thinks he's always on TV. Right. I'd rather it be Ron Rivera than who they'll probably end up with is some retread from the '90s Cowboys. Turner. It'll be Mike Zimmer, Norb Turner. Uh, yes, they might man. bring Ken Norton. I like in. Mike Zimmer. I would be. I would be okay with Ken Norton. I think he's got a lot of experience, at least. Yeah. I just they got to give him some autonomy though. That's the line. problem is, and everybody's talking about Urban Meyer. I think Urban Meyer wants to no. come here. Not 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 the way he wants to run things. No. He not, he like didn't he have health issues anyway? No. Uh, he has health very convenient health, quote, issues. health issues. 
when he's tired of working somewhere or he or feels when the he, heat yeah, when he's about, yeah, he's about to get the pinch from the NCAA. Then, yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden, oh, all of a sudden, oh, I need, oh, I need my, go, arm, oh, 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 my arm. I got to go spend time with my family quick. <laughs> all right, boys. Yep. All right. Yeah, we're ready. Do we have to good. get off the air? I kind of like hanging. You can stay if you want. Yeah, stick around. Yeah, stick around. Let him stay. Yeah, there's some more bond lines out there. <laughs> See ya. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus station.